Mickey Lolich on the mound for the Detroit Tigers, and he'll be going up against Horace Clark, Roy White, and Mickey Mantle. Mantle coming off the finest day of his major league career. First game of the doubleheader yesterday. Mantle, five for five, two home runs, a double, two singles, four runs scored, and five RBIs. So Mickey, a happy guy today. He's raised his average from the 220s up to the 250s. But right now, we're waiting for Horace Clark to step up against Mickey Lolich. Clark, White, and Mantle, along with Tresh, switch hitters, so they'll just turn around should there be any pitching changes, and they'll all be batting left, right-handed, rather, against the left-handed Lolich. Lolich with a record of 2-2, two and two, making his first start against the Yankees this season. He's got a record lifetime of 9-12 and 12 against New York, and his total major league mark 68-56. and 56. Mel Stottlemyre still throwing down in the bullpen. The Yankee bullpen, as well as the Detroit bullpen, are just to the right and left of the foul lines. The Yankees down the right field side, the Tigers down the left field side, and the bullpen uh, people down there sit in uh, something. It's a dugout that is literally dugout. It looks like a pillbox, actually, with a screen in front of it. And Stottlemyre continues to throw as Horace Clark steps in there to face Mickey Lolich. Clark batting at 224, has no extra base hits, four RBIs. And the ball game is underway as Clark swings and misses strike one. Plate umpire Hank Swore with the right arm. The proximity of the broadcast booth is just off of home plate. And if you ran a line from our vision right through home plate and down the right field line, exactly where we're sitting. We're just off the third base side. Beautiful location here in Detroit. There's a foul back by Horace Clark. Strike two. So Clark, no balls, two strikes. Lolich off to somewhat of a slow start. He's plagued by the service stint that so many ball players go through these days. In fact, the Yankees have three of them in the service starting today. They're in for two-week hitches. Downing, Fernandez, and Whitaker. Clark takes a curveball outside from Mickey Lolich. Frank Crescetti coaching at third. Whitey Ford at first. Defense straight away. Clark on the right side. Straight away stance. Up on the plate toward the pitcher. Here's the one-two delivery. Clark swings at a high fastball. He's out of there. So Horace Clark, chasing one, goes down swinging. And that'll bring up Roy White, who's in the top ten in the American League in batting, along with Andy Costco. White is batting 301 with four home runs and 15 RBIs. White and Costco, the two 300 hitters for the Yankees, at 301 and 303, respectively. Epitone's been hitting, so the Yankees, the middle of their lineup, two, three, four, five men have been hitting very well. White hits the first pitch foul down the right field side, and it's strike one. Mickey Lolich has not been overly successful against the Yankees. He was two and three against them last year. Strong arm left-hander, barrel-chested. Into the windup. Here's the next one to White, and it's just outside. A curveball that misses. One ball and one strike. Lolich, Dennis McLean, Joe Sparma. 
some of the big three here that do a fine job on the mound for Detroit. The 1-1 delivery now, and White takes it outside. Two balls and one strike. Lolich has a hobby that uh, would frighten any general manager. He likes to race cars and motorcycles. In fact, he comes to the park in a crash helmet and a motorcycle sometimes. There's a curve that's outside by Lolich, a little upset by the call, and it's three balls and one strike. And this is the guy that the Tigers had so much trouble with when they were in New York, Roy White. White has nine stolen bases. All right, White is waiting. Lolich delivers, and Roy fouls it off at three and two. Three balls, two strikes, one out, nobody on. Top of the first inning. The Yankees tied for fifth. Playing good ball of late, as have the Tigers. Here's the next one. White hits it to right field in the air. Jim Northrup right there, coming on and makes the play. Two up and two down, and now here comes Mickey. Mantle, who raised his average to 254 right now with six home runs and 15 RBIs stepping in there. Mickey Lolich facing Mantle, who's batting from the right side. Mantle deep in the box, straight up and down stance. The pitch to the Mick is a change up the slow for ball one. Lolich checking Mantle again. Ball game just underway. Yankees with a record of 21 and 23. Pitch to Mickey almost hit him as he backs off. It's in the dirt and Mantle asks the plate umpire Hank Sore to take a look at the ball. And Sword says it's okay, and it stays in the ball game. 2-0 the count. The Yankees did a lot of running on Bill Freehan when the Detroit was in New York, and at that time, many people felt that Freehan's arm might have been sore. So we'll have to wait and see what happens should a Yankee base runner get on and start to go this time. Mantle takes one on the corner for strike one. Two balls and one strike. Indians leading the Senators 3-0 in the third. Baltimore and Boston scoreless in the second. Those are the only other games in the American League right now. All right, Lolich ready again. Here's the 2-1 delivery, and Mantle takes low and inside. Three balls and a strike. The weather is absolutely perfect here in Detroit. Temperature just in the mid-70s as we came out to the park about 6 o'clock. Right now, it's gone down to around 71 degrees. A beautiful evening. Some people sitting here in their shirt sleeves. Got a very cold spring, but tonight's weather delightful. Mickey swings and misses at a fastball, three and two. Lola just reached back and challenged him. Norm Cash at first base, giving Mantle about 30 feet of that line. McAuliffe at second, almost behind second base and back in the grass. Oilers deep at short, as is Word at third. 
All right, Lolich now three and two on Mantle. He's into the windup. Here's the pitch. It's low and inside. Ball four, and Mickey gets a walk. So Mantle gets the first walk given up by Mickey Lolich. And that'll bring up Andy Costco. And this is, uh, well, an unusual situation. Andy Costco belonged to the Detroit Tiger organization several years ago, and he was released as a minor league ball player and was re-signed by the Minnesota Twins, who in turn, after he had played at Denver last year, sold him to the Vancouver Ball Club, which was uh, operating with Kansas City, and Kansas City left him on the roster, and the Yankees drafted him, and you know the story from there. What a job he has done for the Yankees. All right, Costco waiting. Here's a curveball at high with Mantle at first base, ball one. Two out. Top of the first inning. Fine crowd on hand here in Detroit, Michigan. First of four games. Nicky Lolich, portly left-hander, waiting. Comes set, checks Mickey at first. The pitch to Costco is a changeup. Got the corner of beauty. Strike one. One on one. Strange thing about Lolich, we've told you before, but if you're not familiar with it, because of a childhood accident, he became a left-hander. He's a natural right-hander. Certainly paid off for him. He was born in Portland, Oregon. Here's the next one to Costco. Another changeup. He went after it and missed. One ball, two strikes. Lolich in the last four years with Detroit has won 18, 15, 14, and 14. Mickey, 27 years old, 6 feet, 200 pounder. And Mickey Mantle at first base being held on by Norm Cash. One ball, two strikes to Costco. Lolich sets. Here's the next one. Fastball popped up right side. Cash will have a shot at it near the Yankee dugout. He's under it and makes the play. For the Yankees, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left. And the score after a half inning of play, Yanks nothing and Detroit coming to bat. This program is brought to you in cooperation with Sports Network and is authorized under rights granted by the New York Yankees solely for the entertainment of our audience. And any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express consent of the New York Yankees is prohibited. Dick McAuliffe is stepping in. The Detroit Tigers plagued with some injuries. McAuliffe was injured for a while, but apparently okay. He hit one on the roof here in Tiger Stadium, and that's some shot. It's 325 to the base of the foul pole in right field, and that roof looks like it's about 40 feet high out there. And there are a few people that have done it, but this guy did it. Dick McAuliffe. With an unusual stance, waiting, and Stottlemyre delivers that first pitch. It's in there, strike one. McAuliffe batting only at 211, but five home runs and 16 RBIs. McAuliffe waiting, chokes up in the bat, hitting from the left side against the right-handed Stottlemyre. The next one on the way, a curveball a little bit low, one and one. Cox is in tight at third. Tresh is shaded well toward the bag at short. Clark 
fairly deep at second base and playing on the hole, and Mantle guarding the line and back at first. Tony Cuccinella coaching at third base for Detroit, and Wally Moses at first. Outfield playing McAuliffe about straight away as the next one comes in there, dribbled out toward the mound. Sotomayor barehanded, flips to Mickey in time, one away. Mel came over there. The ball didn't have much carry to it and was dribbling out between the mound and third base, and Mel just picked it up barehanded and in one motion flipped it over to Mickey. Throw the play going one to three, pitcher to first. Ellie Rodriguez, who's doing the catching, was right down on the play, too. He's a hustling catcher. Here's Mickey Stanley. Stanley hitting at 242. Two home runs, 11 RBIs. He has been moved into the regular center field spot after Al Kaline has been sidelined. He dribbles one foul down the left side, and it's strike one. Kaline apparently must have brittle bones as he has broken his fourth bone. It's on his right uh, forearm. Hit by a pitch on May 25th by Lou Kraus of the Oakland A's. The next one to Stanley by Stottlemyre is a curve that misses one and one. K-Line was placed on the disabled list on May the 27th. 1959, he broke a cheekbone, 62, a collarbone, 65, he had a rib injury, and then 65, also underwent surgery to correct a chronic foot malformation. Stanley fouls this one off upper deck right side. One ball and two strikes with one out, bottom of the first, no score. The Yankees and the Tigers. Mel Stottlemyer. faced Detroit last on April 26th at Yankee Stadium. Pitched a three-hitter, which was the low-hit game for the Yankees thus far this season. And got a 5 to nothing shutout. He's 1-0 against Detroit this year, 7-7 seven seven lifetime. Sotomayor with the most wins on the Yankee ball club. Into the windup, delivers. There's a curveball dribbled foul down the third base side. Cox has it. And then up and flips it to Mel. Sotomayor, the big gun in the Yankee pitching picture. When he's right, the ball is down. And you can tell by the ground outs. That's where he's most effective. He keeps the ball low. A lot of infield work with Stottlemyer pitching. All right, Stanley is waiting. Right-hand batter. Here's the pitch. On the ground. In the hole. Church backhands it. The throw not in time. He can't make a play. And Stanley beats it out for an infield hit. That ball was hit perfectly between Cox and Tresh, and Tresh got to the ball but realized he had no throw and just held the ball. It was a heads-up play by Tommy from the standpoint of not gambling on throwing the ball and throwing it away because it would have been a difficult play no matter how you cut it. So Mickey Stanley with a scratch single, and now here's Jim Northrup who's been red hot. Northrup batting 257, but he's got seven home runs and 21 RBIs. Left-hand batter. Got good power. Deep in the box. Hits one to left center field. Way back there. Going back his right. Near the fence. Makes the play. All the way down to second base was Stanley, and he has to recover. That ball was hit right in front of the 365 marker, and White got back there. A leaping catch to haul it in. 
Fine play by Roy White on what appeared to be at least extra bases, a double, maybe a triple. All right, here's Bill Freehan. Freehan, the all-star catcher, batting at 286. Eight home runs and 26 RBI. Detroit, the big story is can they hang in there until K-Line comes back. Right now they lead the league by a game and a half. All right, Freehan takes low from Mel. It's ball one. And now Bill says, let's take a look at the ball to the plate umpire, Hank Storr, who says, you're right, out of the game it goes. Those hitters, believe me, if that ball looks just a little bit dirty to them, they want to know, and they'll get it out of there. Of course, a catcher has an advantage. He sees so many of them, and he knows what can happen to a ball that hits the dirt. Moving off first base is Mickey Stanley now. As Stottlemyre delivers, there's a curve that's in there, one and one. Freehan taking it all away. Stanley has only one stolen base. In fact, in the starting lineup for Detroit tonight, only a total of six. And Roy White has nine all by himself for the Yankees. Top man for Detroit playing tonight is McAuliffe with three. All right, Stottlemyre, two, three, and swings at a curveball. One ball, two strikes. Bill Freehan has that uh, sort of knee pad, but he's put it just above his left elbow on the upper forearm there. He gets hit so often by pitches. He hangs over the plate, and it becomes a constant bruise and gets very painful. So he has this knee pad that he just slips up over his left elbow, and it rests there between his shoulder and the elbow and protects him in case he takes one on that arm. All right, Stanley, with not much of a lead at first, is now off a little bit farther. Stottlemyre sets a one-two pitch. There's a ground ball to Tresh it short. He's up with it. He's going to go to first. It's in the dirt. Mantle, a nice backhand play, comes up with it. So Mickey Mantle saves Tommy Tresh and also the Yankees for Detroit here in the bottom of the first. No runs, a base hit, one man left. And the score after one full inning of play, Yankees nothing and the Tigers nothing. Here's baseball's favorite feathery fan, the White Owl girl. Hi, Joe. You're at every ball game. You must really love the ball players. Well, I prefer the ones who smoke White Owls. Like him, over there in the bullpen warming up. Good man. Saved over a dozen games last year. He can play on my team anytime. He knows how to take life big. Prefers the satisfying White Owl New Yorker. The big cigar for the big moment. But he smokes them even when he doesn't win. There's more to life than baseball, Joe. Like what? Like knowing how to look good off the playing field. A White Owl does that for a man. Take the tall, slim White Owl Ranger. I do. Just great. The right shape, the right taste. Or the mellow White Owl Invincible. The cigar that makes you feel that way. Huh. It just does. You know, you get a lot more from a White Owl than just Moving into the top of the second inning, it'll be Pepitone, Trash, and Cox for the Yankees against Mickey Lolich. Joe Pepitone... And waving that hot bat of late. Three home runs, ten RBIs. 
Pepe rubbing some dirt in his hands. Now stepping in. Joe Pepitone hangs over the plate from the left side. Holds the bat perpendicular, straight up and down. All right, the pitch by Lolich outside, scooped up by Bill Freehan. Ball won a fastball, missed way out there. Cleveland now out in front of the Senators, 5 to nothing in the fourth. Indians, the surprise club of the American League this year. Third place, three games out. Pepe takes a fastball in there for strike one. Joe Pepitone. Smooth dresser. Here's the 1-1 delivery. Curveball. Oops, that bounced up and hit him under the helmet and jarred the helmet a little bit. Looks like it may have hit him in the forehead just a little bit. He's moving around, though. Apparently okay. That ball hit right on the plate and bounced back and tilted his cap back, his helmet, and he's moved out a little bit, and I think it may have hit him just a little bit on the front of the forehead, but not... Uh, to any serious degree at all. He's okay. Pepe choking up a little bit as he steps back in there. One ball, two strikes. Nobody out. Nobody on second inning. No score in the game. Yankees and the Tigers. A big one for both ball clubs. Detroit trying to hang on to first place. The Yankees trying to move up. Lolich delivers. And Pepe, a check swing. Hopper back to Lolich, who has it. Throws it to Cash and lobbed it over there and nearly threw it away. Dangerous throw. Instead of putting something on it with a good, firm toss, he just lobbed it over like a basketball toss, and Pepitone came near beating it out. Here's Tommy Trash. Tommy has done it all this year at shortstop for the Yankees, still trying to get that bat going. Trash, two home runs and 17 RBIs, hitting at 157. Been doing well driving and runs, but has not been able to raise his average too much. Tommy swings at a fastball, fouls it back on the screen. A good cut, that ball right over the plate. Trash getting under it. We've got a couple of select members on this field. Mantle with 524 home runs, fourth in the all-time list, and Eddie Matthews with 512. He's now sixth. He's moved ahead of Mel Ott, who had 511. Here's the one-strike pitch, and Trash swings and misses at that one. That was a curveball, strike two. Tommy Tresh going after a fastball and then a curveball. Ticking one and missing the other. Tommy waiting now from the right side against the left-handed Lolich. No balls, two strikes. Mickey delivers a changeup outside. Incidentally, manager Ralph Houck will miss tomorrow's ball game. His son Bobby will be graduating from Trinity Pauling Prep School in Pauling, New York. There's a fastball low and inside to Tresh 2-2, two and two, and that'll be the first game that he's ever missed as a manager. The first game that he's ever missed in all of his professional career, except for a period back in 1958 when he was hospitalized after being hit by a line drive off the bat of Don Larson while pitching batting practice. Tresh hits one high in the air, right field. Northrop easily gliding under this one. Puts it away. Two down. So manager Ralph Houck will be leaving after tonight's ball game and heading back to New York 
to see his son graduate from Trinity Pauling Prep School in Pauling, New York. And that, of course, is a great treat for any father or mother or any parent. All right, moving in now is Bobby Cox. Cox hitting 218, one homer, 10 RBIs. Takes a curveball high, it's ball one. Ellie Rodriguez in the on-deck circle. Yankees have been a hot ball club. Cox takes low. Two and oh. Yankees have won nine of their last 11. Here's the 2-0 pitch now to Cox. Hit to right field sharply. Coming on is Northrop. He can't get it. A base hit for Bobby Cox as he just punched one into right field. First hit of the ball game off Mickey Lolich. Now Ellie Rodriguez. Rodriguez getting a chance to play on the Yankee ball club with Frank Fernandez in military service for two weeks. Yankees are going to have uh, quite a problem when Fernandez, Downing, and Whitaker come back. They'll have to drop three men. General Manager Lee McPhail will have some decisions to make along with Manager Ralph Out. Fernandez takes high, and it's ball one. Uh, check that. Rodriguez takes high. Ellie Rodriguez is 0 for 3 looking for his first major league base hit. Right-hand hitter, deep in the box, holds the bat on the end. The pitch by Lolich is low and inside. Two and oh. Ellie was the regular catcher at Syracuse. He appeared in only 13 games there. He sprained his ankle and had a little trouble getting underway. Hit 317, though, in those 13 games. All right, Ellie is waiting as Lolich sets. Cox at first. The 2-0 pitch to Rodriguez fouls it back on the screen. Two balls and one strike. Rodriguez, we call him Ellie. His name is really Alicio. Born in Puerto Rico. Makes his home in the Bronx was raised in New York and is a product of the New York Sandlots. All right, Rodriguez waiting. Lolich sets. The pitch to Ellie is swung on a miss, a curveball. He was over it. Two balls and two strikes. Two outs. No score. Top of the second inning at first base, Bobby Cox. Last year at Syracuse, Rodriguez batted 248. Two home runs and 26 RBIs. He was drafted from the uh, then Kansas City A's organization. Okay, they throw to first, and they almost had Cox. And had that throw been a little bit to the right, they would have had him. The ball was to the home plate side of the bag, and Cox was straining with his fingertips to get back. Bobby almost got caught leaning the wrong way, and a fine move by Mickey Lolich. And I think Bobby Cox learned something on that one. All right, it's two and two now. Cox moving off. The pitch to Rodriguez is fouled off right side. That'll drift into the upper deck. Two balls, two strikes. This ballpark, 340 and left, 
365 on the power alley in left center. Moves over to 400. And then 440 in dead center. Moving over to 415 in the right side of center. And the power alley in right center is 370. And then 325 down the line. It's a great park for a left-hand hitter. Double-decker. The 2-2 pitch to Rodriguez, it's high, it's 3-2 now, so Cox will be going. The lip of the upper deck actually protrudes over the playing field so that if a ball is hit high and it can be coming straight down, the right fielder can be back to the wall, but the ball will hit in the upper deck and can go for a home run and actually not be out of the ballpark in a sense. All right, Cox is forced back at first base. As Lolich makes a soft toss over there just to keep him a little bit sure at first. Now, 3-2 pitch coming up. Cox on the way. Here's the pitch. It swung on a miss. Strike three. Got him on a fastball at the letter. Strikeout number two for Mickey Lolich. For the Yankees, no runs. A base hit, one left. And the score after one inning and one half. Yanks nothing. Tigers nothing. Highways are happy ways when you travel the Imperial Road. With a tank full of the clean carburetor gasoline, Atlantic Imperial, you're protected from the problems that can be caused by dirt deposits in the throttle plate area of your carburetor. Problems such as stalling, rough idling, poor acceleration, and wasted gasoline. With every mile you drive along the Imperial Road, Atlantic Imperial is working to dissolve those deposits and wash them harmlessly away. It helps your carburetor perform as it should and deliver the smooth performance that makes driving a joy. Stop by and see your neighborhood Atlantic dealer soon. Let him put you on the Imperial Road with a tank full of Atlantic Imperial, the clean carburetor gasoline. Yankee baseball as we get ready to move into the bottom of the second inning. We pause for station identification. This is Jerry Ducey. Stay tuned tonight following Yankee baseball for my Nightline show here on WGY's Connected. Willie Horton coming on and here's a man who's got the power. Willie Horton Second in the American League and second in the Major Leagues in home runs. He's got 13, he's got 29 RBIs, and he's batting at 319. And I wish you could see what he's wearing on his feet. He has a metal form that he wears inside of his shoe to protect that left Achilles uh, tendon there that he injured last year as he takes high ball one from Stottlemyre. And both of his shoes are built up inside with padding. He's had a lot of trouble with his feet. Says he can't run too well and his feet hurt at the end of the games. But nevertheless, it hasn't bothered him with that bat. And he's much better than he was last year. Stottlemyre delivers a curve outside. It's 2-0. And, oh, and this is the guy that Mel has to be careful with because he can reach the seats. Mel Stottlemyre against Willie Horton. He'll be followed by Norm Cash and Don Wirt. No score in the game. Last half of the second. 
Ottemeyer into the windup now as he gets the sign from Ellie Rodriguez, and now he stops and backs off. He's ready again. Here it comes, a 2-0 delivery. Hit deep to left field. White moving over, makes the fine play, running toward the barrier at the 365 mark. That ball hit like a bullet, and Sotomayor got that up, and you know he didn't want it up there, and Horton really tagged it, but White got to it. That ball was tagged. All right, here's Norm Cash coming on. Cash batting, 155. Two home runs and seven RBIs. The pitch by Salomar to Cash hit high in the air, left field. White drifting under this one very easily, makes the play for the second out. Norm Cash is having the kind of a year where when uh, manager Mayo Smith runs into left-hand pitching, sometimes he'll put Stanley at first base. That was when Al Kaline was healthy. And he's used Bill Freeman at first. Eddie Matthews has played some first base too, but both Cash and Matthews being left-hand hitters, Mayo Smith will use the right-hand batter when he can. Here's Don Wirt, scrappy third baseman stepping in. Wirt hitting at 233. Takes inside for ball one. Work, five home runs, 13 RBIs. Unheralded, does the job day in and day out. The pitch by Salomar swung on a miss by Wirt. One ball and one strike. Well, Boston has jumped up on the Orioles two to nothing there in the fourth inning. Cleveland still leading the Senators five nothing in the fourth. The only other games going in the American right now besides this one, and this one is scoreless here in the bottom of the second with two outs. 1-1 pitch to Don Word is high. It's two balls and a strike. National League, Cincinnati and Philadelphia tied at one apiece in the fourth. Mets and the Cardinals scoreless. They're playing the second. Braves and the Pirates scoreless in the second. Other action, Chicago at Houston, San Francisco at Los Angeles later start. Two balls and one strike, two outs. Salomire with the sign is ready. Here it comes, and it's outside. Three and one. Salomire has given up only one base hit, a scratch single to Mickey Stanley. He has not walked a man, but he's run the count to three balls and one strike to Don Work. On deck, the shortstop, Ray Euler. Mel with the sign again is ready. The right-hander for the Yankees delivers over his head. It's ball four way up there. And Salomire in this inning has thrown pitches much higher than he wants to get them. First walk for Mel, and that'll bring up Ray Euler, the shortstop. Euler hitting only at 171, one home run and eight RBIs. Ray hit a home run the other day, and everybody on the Detroit bench gave him the silent treatment. That's sort of standard procedure for fellows who don't hit many home runs. There's a ground ball. Cox has it at third. Fires at Clark in time. The force is on work, and the side is retired. The play going five to four. For Detroit in the second inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, one left. And the score after two, Yanks nothing, Detroit nothing. The bur- Mel Salomire, the Yankee pitcher, is stepping in to face Mickey Lolich. 
No score in this ball game as we go into the third inning. Lolich and Stottlemyre, two fine pitchers. Mel shooting for number seven. Lolich for his third. Stottlemyre hitting a 231. Got two doubles and no RBIs. Pretty good hitter. Mel is a fine athlete. Long and lean. He goes about 6'2", 185 pounds. Waits. The pitch by Lolich is a curve that's in there. Strike one. Mel can do it all. He can run well. Fine fielder. Pretty good hitter. Just a good athlete. The one-strike pitch is a little bit low. One ball and one strike. Manager Ralph Houck, who will not be with the Yankees tomorrow, is up on the edge of the Yankee dugout, as he is wherever the Yankees play. There's a foul back by Stottlemyre. One ball and two strikes. We mentioned before, Ralph Houck will be visiting Trinity Pauling Prep School in Pauling, New York, where his son Bobby will be graduating tomorrow. It'll be the first game that he has ever missed as a manager or as a player, with the exception of an injury that he suffered in 1958 while pitching batting practice. I saw him carry him off the field that day, and his face looked gray. The one-two pitch, it's fouled back, and that ball almost hit. <laughs> almost hit the broadcast crew. Ernie Harwell and Ray Lane, who have a wire screen up there, and it's a good thing they had it. That ball fired up there in a hurry. The Detroit broadcaster almost got nailed on that one. All right, Lolich is ready now, and the pitch to Stottlemyre on the ground foul past Frank Corsetti. The count holds one ball and two strikes. That injury that we mentioned about with Ralph Howe, he got hit right in the side of the head with a line drive off the bat of Don Larson while pitching batting practice. And when they packed him off that field, he looked like death warmed over. There's a swing and a miss by Stottlemyre, and it's strike three, and that's the third strikeout for Lolich. You know, when you see people that are in a prone position like that, the coloring of Ralph Houck at that point, really, you just knew it was a serious injury, and it was. In fact, his eyesight from that point on was affected. Fortunately, Ralph uh, had just about uh, wound up his career as a player. He was a coach at the time, as I recall. And uh, his playing days were behind him. Here's Horace Clark, who takes a curve outside, ball one. One out, nobody on, third inning. Yankees and the Tigers from Tiger Stadium in Detroit. A beautiful evening. The pitch to Clark hits sharply to Euler, who started the wrong way and had to come back. Gets it, flips over to Cash. Ray Euler got a false look at the ball, and that'll happen to you sometimes. He broke away from it and then had to come back to get it. Fortunately, he recovered quick enough, and he, he's kind of laughing. Don Wirt looking at him and uh, Dick McAuliffe the same. It'll happen, and for no unknown reason, you'll just break away from a ball thinking it's going one way coming off the bat, and by gosh, it's going the other direction. And that happened to Euler, but he got back in time. Two outs. Here's Roy White applied to right in the first. 
Hits one into center field straight away. Coming on is Stanley. He's got it, and the side is retired. It's three up and three down, and the score after two and a half. Yankees nothing, Detroit nothing. Incidentally, if you want to order your Yankee yearbook, you can write in to Yankee Yearbook, Yankee Stadium, Bronx, New York. It's only a dollar. If you're at the stadium, you can get it for 75 cents. But if you order by mail, send one dollar, the extra 25 cents for mailing and handling. The Yankee Yearbook, one of the best ever printed. I know you'll enjoy it. If you'd like to get your Yankee Yearbook with all of the Yankee stars, their biographies, records, and so forth. One dollar. Send it to Yankee Yearbook. Yankee Stadium, Bronx, New York. Or better yet, come and get it at one of the concession stands. It's only 75 cents that way. Here's Mickey Lolich, who takes outside for Mel Stolomeyer, ball one. And Mel is still up there. Mel most effective when his pitches are low. Sometimes Mel will do that. He'll stay up for a couple of innings and then uh, get down into the pattern a little bit later in the game. And this one is low this time. It's 2-0. Oh. We'll be on with all the scores right after this half inning in both the American and the National League. And the board is starting to light up. Four games going in the National, three in the American, including this one. This one is scoreless in the bottom of the third inning. The 2-0 pitch to Lolich, and it's high, 3-0, and, oh, and Stottlemyre has been erratic with Lolich. Two of them up, one of them low, and Mel just reached in and said something to Hank Soar. He said, was it up? And Soar moved his hand as if to say that it was up. And Mel, not one to argue too much, is back on the mound. The 3-0 pitch to Lolich, right in there. He just laid that one in there, took a little off of it, right downtown. Those are the kind you like to get. The good hitters like to get them when they got the green light on 3-0. and All right, here's the 3-1 pitch now. Another one right in there, 3-2. and And the fans here at Tiger Stadium, they've been waiting 23 years for a pennant. The last one was 1945. They almost bagged one last year, but couldn't quite make it. The Red Sox, the dream team in the American League. There's a high fastball, and Stottlemyre walks the pitcher to lead off the bottom of the third. That's his second walk. And that'll bring up the leadoff batter, Dick McAuliffe, who can be a dangerous hitter. Mel Stottlemyre has walked 21 men in 82 innings before tonight's game. So that figures about uh, one man every four innings. Dick McAuliffe standing in there. Nobody out at first base. Mickey Lolich. He refuses the jacket. It's a warm night. Stottlemyre sets. McAuliffe hits the two-hopper to Clark. He's got it. Fires the trash for one. Throw to first. Not in time. And McAuliffe went down that line. And to the credit of Mickey Lolich, he barreled into second base to try to break up the double play. Although it was just the sheer speed of McAuliffe who turned it on to beat out the relay from Tresh back to Mantle. So Lolich forced it second on the ground ball. It went four to six. 
second to short. McAuliffe now at first base. Here's Mickey Stanley, who had the scratch single to short in the first inning. Mel has given up only one base hit. Wally Moses coaching at first base, yelling something to McAuliffe. Dick, who has three stolen bases, most in the Tigers' starting lineup tonight. Moving off as Tyler sets. There he goes, a ground ball. It's a hit and run. Tresh has it, has to go to first base. And he's there in time as McAuliffe moves into second. Clark could not beat McAuliffe to second base, and therefore, although Tresh might have had an outside shot at him, he had to go to first to make the play on Mickey Stanley. A good hit and run play and move the runner into scoring position. It's a scoreless ball game with two outs. We're in the last half of the third inning. And here's Jim Northrup who hit that long line drive that Roy White bagged at the wall in left field. That was in the first inning. Northrup, can you believe it, is playing with a broken rib on his left side. He says it doesn't bother him at all except occasionally. It's a cracked rib. He's a lucky young man to be able to play with a cracked rib. All right, Stottlemyre delivers, and Northrop takes low and inside. Ball one. Northrop, if you recall, was the guy that started that melee in Oakland when Jack Aker hit him in the back of the head, and he hit him just behind the ear in the back of the head at the base of his helmet. He said the helmet really helped him. Okay, Stottlemyre sets the pitch to Northrup. There's a high chopper foul down the first base side. Mel is right over there to make sure that it stays foul. Northrup started the battle with Jack Aker, and he came out of it with a broken rib, the second one down, starting from the top on the left side. It's a cracked rib, but he did not miss a ball game. The Detroit players, including their manager, Mayor Mayo Smith, claim it was one of the real brawls that had some effect on anybody. Uh, Blue Moon Odom got banged up pretty good, as did uh, Jack Aker. And, of course, Northrop coming out of it with a cracked rib. All right, one and one on Jim Northrop at second base. Dick McAuliffe, here's the pitch, ground ball, hard hit, Clark has this one, on the short hop, flips the mantle, in time, side is retired, that ball was well hit, but right to Horace Clark, for Detroit, here in the bottom of the third, no runs, no hits, no Yankee errors, one man left, and the score after three full innings of play, Yankees nothing, and Detroit nothing. Now, while we have our network with us, let's take a look at the scoreboard. We'll try the American League first. Boston leading Baltimore 2-0. They're playing in the fifth. It's Harden against Bell. Cleveland 5, the Senators 1 with Cleveland batting in the bottom of the fifth. Ortega started for the Senators, relieved by Higgins in the fourth. Teon all the way for the Indians. Minnesota at Chicago, California at Oakland. Those games will be getting underway a little bit later. In the National League, the Cardinals and the Mets are scoreless after two. Jaster against Seaver. Tommy Seaver pitching in some tough luck. He hasn't been getting many runs. Braves nothing, the Pirates nothing. They're in the fourth inning. Phil Necro against McBean. Cubs nothing, the Astros nothing. They're playing the second. Jenkins against Durker. 
Philadelphia three, Cincinnati one. They're playing the fifth. Nolan against Larry Jackson. Callison and White have homered for the Phillies. And San Francisco at Los Angeles in a night game on the West Coast. Right here, we're in the top of the fourth inning. It'll be Mantle, Costco, and Pepitone. The Yankees, I said before, had won nine of their last 11. Well, that was not accurate. It's eight of their last 10, according to our statistician, Bill Kane, who put me on the right track. Defense straight away with Mantle, batting from the right side. He's deep in the box, has a very narrow stance. The first pitch is outside, ball one. Mickey with that great power. He can pick up an outside pitch and hit it into any part of this ballpark if he gets it in the air. And hit it out of here with authority. The 1-0 delivery on the ground, sharply to Euler, who gobbles it up. Fine shortstop, underhand flip is in time to cash, and Mantle is out of there. Play going 6-3 to three if you're keeping score with us, short to first. Now here's Andy Costco. Andy Costco has a 10-game hitting streak on the line. The longest by a Yankee this year. Andy is currently fifth among American League batters coming into this game with that 303 mark. He's hit at a 372 clip during the 10-game hitting streak. He had 16 hits in his last 43 at-bats. Costco drafted from the Oakland A organization and as he paid dividends. Batting cleanup. Fouls this one off right side. This one bouncing on the roof of the... There's a little um, sort of a press box over there. I guess they use it for football. It bounced up into the upper deck and then dribbled back into the lower deck and the roar and groan that you heard were the people who didn't quite hang on to it. All right, Lolich now with one out, nobody on. One strike on Andy Costco. Mickey delivers, and Andy hits one high in the air, left field. Way back there, way back. Stanley near the wall, right at the wall, makes the play. The wind is blowing out toward left field, so the ball was not hampered by the wind. It was hit very high and fairly deep, I'd say about 380 feet into that big gap in left center and Stanley was right there to make the put out. Two up and two down. Now here's Joe Pepitone. You know, I just found out that summer is here. I got bit by my first mosquito. I'd like to have somebody tell me that lives around New Jersey or New York when was the last time they saw a mosquito. The weather has not been warm enough, but it's very pleasant here. Let's hope it goes to New York and stays there. Here's Pepitone swinging and missing. Strike one. Pepe bounced to the pitcher in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. Steve Barber, incidentally, will be getting a start on Sunday afternoon. Pepe takes high from Lolich, 1 and 1. Well, the rest of the series, it'll be Mamboquette against Les Kane tomorrow. And then on Sunday, it'll be Peterson and Barber for the Yankees against McLean and Hiller for Detroit. Here's the 1-1 delivery. Curveball hits sharply at the first baseman. Cash knocks it down as he falls down. Flips to Lola in time. And he beats Pepitone to first base. Joe Pepitone 
almost beat it, but couldn't quite get there in time. That was a fine play. It went three to one. First to the pitcher. Three up and three down for the Yankees, and the score after three and a half. It's the Yanks nothing and Detroit nothing. Bill Free and Willie Horton and Norm Cash will be the hitters for Detroit here in the last half of the fourth inning. This ball game moving right along. No score in the game. Bill Freehan out on a fine play by Mickey Mantle on a low throw from Tommy Tresh. That was in the first inning. Freehan, eighth home run. All right, Mel Sotomayor getting the sign now. Into the windup, and Bill swings at a fastball and fouls it back, strike one. Bill Freehan, a graduate of the University of Michigan. See, he only spent um, two years in the minor leagues, 61 and 62, and came on as a regular in 63, and he's been here ever since. The pitch to Bill is low and inside. One ball, one strike. Bill Freehan leading off the last half of the fourth inning. No score on the game. Both teams with only one base hit. Mickey Stanley, a scratch single for Detroit. Bobby Cox, a single to right for the Yankees. The 1-1 pitch, and Freehan dribbles one foul down the left side near the Detroit dugout and drops right in there. One ball and two strikes. Freehan had a 300 year back in 1964 and he was the only Detroit catcher since Mickey Cochran back in the mid-30s to bat over 300. A span of 30 years. The one-two pitch by Stottlemyre to Freehan. A curve misses outside. Nell thought he had it. Two balls and two strikes. And then after Freehan had that big 300 year, he went to 234, two consecutive years, 65 and 66, but bounced back strong last year with a 282 year. Had his high in home runs last year at 20. All right, he's waiting. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Change up, swung on a miss. Mel Salomar getting Bill Freehan on a change up, and that's the first strikeout for Mel in the ball game. Now Willie Horton, who lined hard to left field in the second inning, is stepping in there. Campanella looks just like him. Takes low and outside. Ball one. Horton. He feel that when this guy comes into his own, he will really be something. All right, we're waiting now. The pitch by Stottlemyre Horton. A hard ground ball to Cox at third base. He's got it. Flips it to Mantle in time. And we have two out. That play going five to three. The ball was well hit. So it's two up and two down. 
here comes Norm Cash. And right now, let's pause for station identification. Tonight, following Yankee baseball, join me, Jerry Ducey, on my telephone talk show, Nightline, here on WGY Schenectady. All right, Stottlemyre to Cash. It's in there, strike one. You know, Norm Cash has hit one on the right field roof four times. Mantle has done it three times. Williams of the Red Sox did it once. And Mincher of Minnesota did it once. But Cash has done it four times. Way up there. There's one that's in there, strike two. Farman Killebrew is the only man, with the exception of Frank Howard, who did it this year, to hit one on the roof and left. Big Frank Howard did it. Trying to find out how tall those roofs are. It's... Um, about 94 feet up in the air according to this and now apparently Hank Soar and Mel Stottlemyre are discussing just what Stottlemyre is doing on the mound they did it out near the mound and another ball is thrown out Hank Soar the plate umpire and Stottlemyre having a little chat no balls two strikes two outs last half of the fourth inning there's a hard shift in the infield to the right side for Cash. The outfield playing about straight away. Stottlemyre, the two-strike delivery. It's just outside. One and two. Heights from the ground to the facing of the upper deck. Third deck of the press box, 82 feet. 94 on the other side. It's up there. Cash takes low. Two and two. Actually, you'd say it'd be about the same height as the roof at Yankee Stadium, but of course not as far back. Yankee Stadium, I think it goes about 106 or 8 feet up there. All right, Mel Stottlemyre now. Getting the sign from Rodriguez. The 2-2 pitch to Cash is outside at 3-2. Three balls, two strikes. Stottlemyre have Cash, no balls and two strikes, and now it's 3-2. Bill Mill hitching up his trousers, slowing things down a little bit, rubs up the ball, kicks the rubber. Rodriguez. Down with a sign. Here it comes. A payoff pitch to Norm Cash. Change up. Foul toward the Yankee dugout. And sitting right there to pick it off was Fritz Peterson. There's a little lift between the step of the dugout and the field. It's about six inches, so that you have to reach over to get the balls. They won't roll in unless they bounce in. Anything that rolls will hit against the lip and then bounce back in the field. Payoff pitch again. Cash hits it high in the air. Left side. Foul territory. Bobby Cox. A long run. Way down there. Can't get it. That ball bounced into the stands over the Detroit Tiger dugout. The bullpen, rather. It's way down the 
left field side. Bobby Cox put on a valiant attempt but could not come up with it. Even had he got there, he couldn't have caught it because it was right behind the uh, bullpen, that little uh, pillbox up there that we told you about earlier. Three and two now as Sotomayor once again is checking Rodriguez for the sign. Fans starting to get things going here by clapping their hands. All right, Mel ready to pay off pitch once again. There's a curve in there, strike three call. And Cash caught looking. Second strikeout for Stottlemyre, three up and three down. And the score after four full innings of play, Yankees nothing and Detroit nothing. Tresh is moving in. He'll be followed by Bobby Cox and Ellie Rodriguez. Tresh flied to right in the second, facing Mickey Lolich. And the first pitch is ball one. It's the left-hander, ready again. He's into the windup. Here's the pitch, and Tom hits it on the fist, high in the air, towards second. Coming on is McAuliffe. He's got it. Trash really got busted on the fist on that one and pops it up to the second baseman. So there's one away, and now here is Bobby Cox, who has the only Yankee base hit. That was in the second inning when he drove a single into right field. the right-hand hitter against the left-handed Mickey Lolich. Lolich moving right along. Delivers a fastball on the corner for strike one. Lolich has retired the last eight Yankees in order. In fact, only two base runners, a walk to Mantle and a single to Cox. Now the one-strike pitch to Bobby. Hit to right field. That could drop. It does. Down the line. Bobby Cox may go for two. He is around first on his way to second. And Cox has dropped another one into right field. A double down the line. A fair by about three feet. So Bobby Cox has the only two Yankee base hits. And he's moved into scoring position. And now here's Ellie Rodriguez who struck out in the second. Rodriguez waiting. A look at the scoreboard. Boston leading Baltimore two to nothing in the sixth. Cleveland five. Senators one in the sixth. Minnesota at Chicago just getting underway. California at Oakland a later start. Mickey Lolich now delivering to Rodriguez. The curve is in there. Strike one. In the National League, Cardinals two. The Mets nothing in the fourth. Phillies three, Cincinnati one in the sixth. Chicago and Houston scoreless in the second. Braves leading the Pirates three to nothing in the fifth. San Francisco at Los Angeles, later start on the coast. A one-hopper back to Lola. She holds Cox at second, flips the first. Rodriguez is out of there. That ball was well hit. Lola made a nice play to hold it in there. We have two outs. 
And now here is Mel Stottlemyer coming on, who struck out in the third. Another pitcher's battle. The Yankees have been getting a lot of runs of late, but so far they've been held in check. Only two base hits, both by Cox, a single and a double. Bobby at second base. All right, Lolich sets. The pitch to Stottlemyer is just inside. <laughs> he thought he had it. Sort of uh, let a little gulp out on that one. Ball one. Oh, those pitchers hate to lose those pitches on the corner. Here's the 1-0 delivery. It's high and outside, 2-0. Quite an article in the Sporting News about Don Drysdale, who said that a couple of years ago he was throwing strikes, but they were too good. He was giving the hitter three or four inches of the plate. He said, when you throw a strike, a good one, it should give him only an inch of the plate. He said, that's what I'm doing this year, and that's why he's having such a fine season thus far. Drysdale, the last of the great Dodger superstars. All right, here's the 2-0 pitch to Stottlemyre. Hit the center field, way back there, way back. Stanley on the run, has room, backs up, makes the play. Stottlemyre hit one, close to 400 feet, but Mickey Stanley was up to it. He got back there and made a nice play to retire the side. For the Yankees, no runs, a base hit, one left, and the score after four and a half. Yankees nothing and the Tigers nothing. Okay, we're all set to go here in the last of the fifth inning. A scoreless ball game. The Tigers have one base hit. The Yankees have a couple. And now to carry it out of the wire and another tight one, here is Frank Messer. Frank, take it away. Thank you very much, Jerry Coleman, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And what a great night we have for baseball here in Detroit. And a fine crowd in this great old ballpark. Watching right now as Don Wirtz steps in on the bottom half of the fifth inning. Worth through a walk his first time up. Stottlemyre has walked two batters tonight. Allowed, as Jerry told you, one base hit. Struck out two. First pitch to Wood. Strike. One is called right across the inside corner of the letters. Worth came into this game hitting 233. He has some power. He's hit five home runs. There's the windup. And the one-strike pitch. Swung on, drive deep center field, but Pepitone is there. Glove up makes the catch. The Tigers have hit some pretty long balls in this game. Northrop in the first inning get a line drive that uh, White caught right back at the seat. Horton in the second inning get a line drive that White went fairly deep for. And now this uh, ball hit by Wirth, a line drive. Normally, when Stottlemyre has his uh, real good stuff, most pitches are hit on the ground. The batter now is Ray Oiler. Takes a swing and misses strike one. Oiler grounded into a forced play with a ground ball to third his first time up. Rodriguez flashes the sign, puts up the target. Here's the pitch. Line drive caught by Cox. Fine catch by Bobby Cox at third. Oiler was out before he left the batter's box. He hit that one right down on the handle of the bat. 
Pulled a wicked line drive that Cox made a quick step to his left and grabbed. Two away, and Mickey Lulich, the pitcher. Lulich works Tottlemyer for a walk in the third inning. Mickey not noted for his hitting ability. And just as I say, he gets a base hit to right field. Hit number two for the Tigers. Lulich has his second hit of the year. And it is not often that you'll see a base hit in the column following Lulich's name. But he has one here. Two outs to run with first, and Dick McCullough's about it. McCullough has been thrown out by the pitcher and hit a ground ball to second. Left hand hitter, sort of leaps at the ball. That right foot up in the air takes the pitch low for ball one. Infield fades around to the right side. Shortstop stretch, well over toward the bag at second. Bobby Cox lonesome on the left side of the infield right now. Big hole through shortstop. The pitch. Strike to McAuliffe over the outside corner. It's one and one. Well, at the end of six innings, Boston hangs on to a 2 nothing lead over Baltimore. Also at the end of six, Cleveland five and Washington one. Other American League games not yet underway. Stottlemyre ready, 1-1. McAuliffe, ground ball, hit toward Horace Clark. He has, makes the throw to Mantle at first base in plenty of time, and the side is retired. And for the Tigers, no runs. One base hit, there were no Yankee errors, the man is left on. And at the end of five, it's still Detroit nothing and New York nothing. Well, the grounds crew is out, dragging the infield, smoothing off the lumps and bumps. And as we go to the sixth inning, for the Yankees, it will be Horace Clark, Roy White, and then Mickey Mantle. The Yankees have the two base hits tonight off Lulich, and Bobby Cox owns both of them. A single and a double, both to right field. Over in the National League, let's see. Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Bra uh, Braves three, Pirates nothing, end of four. Astros lead the Cubs one to nothing at the end of two. At the end of five, it is Philadelphia three, Cincinnati one. And at the end of four, St. Louis two, the Mets nothing. San Francisco and Los Angeles not underway. Clark takes a breaking pitch down low, ball one. Lolich has the sign from Freehand. Kicks and throws. Curve ball is bounced foul. Third base side, and it handcuffs Crosetti. He knocked it down, but he could not hold on to it. Chases it down the left field line about 15 feet. Ball on a strike.
Woolwich does not whine. He just kicks and throws, and Clark fouls it back upstairs. Later on tonight, there will be a lot of interest in that San Francisco-Los Angeles game in the National League because, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Drysdale is due to pitch that game for the Dodgers. And he will be going for his fifth consecutive shutout. And you know the great thing about that is that he'll have a chance to do it in his own ballpark before a hometown crowd. And if he should set the record, those are the folks who certainly should see it. One-two pitch to Clark. A ball outside. Lowledge tried to nick the outside corner and just missed it. Two balls, two strikes to Horace. Here comes the pitch. Struck him out swinging. And for Lowledge, strikeout number four. And Roy White moves in. White hit the ball well back in the third inning. A line drive, but right at the center fielder, Mickey Stanley. Roy over two. Came in batting 301. Needs a hit now to keep his batting average up above the 300 mark. Bends both knees, chokes up, and takes a strike. Mantle is on deck. Changeup is down low and inside. Rolich, the master of the changeup, he has not used it that often tonight. But he can throw a beauty. One pitch. Got on. Fly ball out to center field. Driving Stanley back a few steps, but he's there. And there are two down. That pitch was high, right up in Roy's eyes. He took a big gut at it. So there are two away, and here is Mickey. at least one Mickey Mantle fan here. We heard somebody say, all the way, Mickey, baby. And he didn't mean Lowley. Swing and a miss by Mantle. The pitch in the dirt. Drives Mantle out of the batter's box. Lowley has his back turned and... Brian started out. Lolich nearly crossed Brian up on that one. Brian got about halfway out there, and Lolich had his back turned, then just turned around and waved him back as much as say, I know I messed it up. left hand. He kicks and draws. Swing and a miss by Mickey on a fastball. One ball and two strikes. Try to 
talking about records. Uh, sure, it would be nice when Mickey Mantle reaches uh, the next plateau, that of uh, number three on the all-time home run list, that he should hit that uh, record-breaking homer at Yankee Stadium. Here's the one-two to him. Strike three is called. Breaking ball, and Mantle is called out on strikes. The Yankees are three up, three down, and at the end of five and a half innings of play, it's still New York nothing and Detroit nothing. Well, our scoreless ball game goes to the bottom half of inning number six. As we look back over the scorecard, uh, the Tigers have not had a runner in scoring position. They have had nobody pass first base on four occasions. They have had a runner at first on two walks and two singles. Mickey Stanley leaves it off for Detroit. Stanley had an infield hit his first time up, then grounded out to the shortstop. Stottlemyre's first pitch to him, cut on, bouncing ball, just passed the mound, tough play for Clark to his right, he's got it, he throws, and he's got him at first base. Fine play to his right by Clark. Ball took a big hop over Stottlemyre's outstretched glove, and Clark had to hustle over to his right and make a quick throw to first base. in the third inning the Tigers did have McAuliffe at second base with two outs so they did have a runner in scoring position here's Northrop takes high ball on I'm sure Jerry told you Northrop has been playing the last uh, several games with a cracked rib outcome of that little melee out in uh, Oakland Stadium Suttlemeyer brings it in low Two balls and no strikes. Northrop hit the ball right on the nose in the first inning. Line drive that was caught by Roy White deep in left field. And now you hear the Tiger fans start that rhythmic applause. Stottlemyre to the windup. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Two balls and one strike to Jim Northrop. Nobody on. Mel rocks back on the left. There's a high chopper down the first base side. Stottlemyre grabs it and steps on first to retire Northrop. Stottlemyre charged over, cut right in front of Mantle. Pulled in the high bouncer. Tagged up at first. Mickey looking at him, much as say, Mel, don't you think I'd have made that play for you? They're great buddies off the field, Stottlemyre and Mantle, fishing partners. Both of them really enjoy going after the denizens of the water. Two outs and free and the batter. 
Grounded to short and struck out. Check swing. Ground ball back to Stottlemyre. He has it. Throws over to Mantle. And that's all for Freehan and the Tigers. So it's a three-up, three-down inning with nothing across for Detroit. We're at the end of six, and the score, Yankees nothing, the Tigers nothing. Well, let's see what's happening elsewhere. The Baltimore Birds and the Boston Bosox have completed seven innings. Boston two, Baltimore nothing. Jim Harden for the Orioles and Gary Bell for Boston. Ken Harrelson accounted for the game's only two runs with a two-run homer in the third inning. Washington and Cleveland. They're in the bottom half of the seventh inning, and Cleveland is leading by a score of 5-1. to one. Bill Ortega started for the Senators. Luis Tiot is pitching for Cleveland. Dennis Higgins relieved Ortega in the fourth inning. There have been two home runs in that game. Lee May and Tony Horton for Cleveland. Minnesota and Chicago, nothing-nothing at the end of one. Jim Merritt for the Twins, and Gary Peters pitching for the Chicago White Sox. That game at Comiskey Park. Later on tonight, the California Angels battle their upstate neighbors, the Oakland Athletics in Oakland. National League, Atlanta at four. Pittsburgh nothing at the end of five. Phil Necro for the Braves and Alvin McBean for Pittsburgh. Houston one. The Cubs nothing at the end of three. Ferguson Jenkins for Chicago and Deerker for Houston. Cardinals lead the Mets two to nothing at the end of four. Jaster against Seaver. And it's Cincinnati three, Philadelphia three at the end of six innings. Nolan for Cincinnati. Jackson started for the Phillies. Farrell relieved in the sixth. Two home runs. Callison and White for Philadelphia to account for the Phillies' three runs. Later on tonight, San Francisco at Los Angeles. And that game uh, will probably see Drysdale going for the Los Angeles Dodgers. We go to the seventh. No score in the ball game, and here's a guy that would like to change that with one big swing of the bat, Andy Costco. He's over two, foul to the first baseman, and fly deep to left field. Takes the curve down low, ball one. Costco steps out of the batter's box, takes a look at Frank Crosetti. Well, the only thing the crow could tell him right now is look for your pitch and get your swing. Lowlich fires a curve that's low again. Two balls and no strikes. Mickey Lowlich trying to improve a two and two record. Kicks and draws. Strike with an off-speed breaking pitch. Two balls, one strike now to Costco. Pepitone on deck and then Tresh. They're deep to the left side for Costco. He hits a ground ball to third. It is dug out of the dirt neatly by word. His throw to first is in time. On New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. This is Jerry Ducey. Stay tuned tonight following Yankee baseball for my Nightline show here on WGY's Connected. 
Joe Pepitone steps in. He's hit one to the pitcher and hit one to the first baseman. 0 for 2. Rolich throws. Pepe hits a ground ball to short this time. Waller is up with it. Makes his throw to first base in plenty of time. And quickly, there are two away. Tommy Trash steps in. Each team has had one runner as far as second base. Tigers got McAuliffe to second. The Yankees have had Cox at second. First pitch to Trash. Check swing and the ball is down low. Tommy wants the baseball examined. Plate umpire Hank Sore calls for it. He's going to take it out of play. ball no strikes. Lolich takes a little breather for himself. Now he's ready. Here's the pitch. Loops it outside. 2 and 0. Well, Cleveland just put on a spurt and they now lead the Senators 8 to 1 at the end of 7. Fresh takes a rip and misses. Two balls and a strike. Lolich mix, uh, mixes his pitches up well. He'll send that curveball in on two or three different speeds. Then he'll pump the fastball. Occasionally goes to the changeup. Two on the trash. Ball three. Just a bit low. We have not as yet had a chance to uh, see Freehan's arm tested. Remember when the Tigers played in New York, the Yankees stole quite a few bases, not all at the expense of Freehan, but he had trouble getting his throws to second base. 3-1 pitch. Ball four and Trash is on. The second walk given up by Lolich. Who walked Mickey Mantle in the first inning. Now walks Trash with two outs. And he'll be pitching to the only Yankee with a base hit tonight, Bobby Cox. Coxie is two for two, a single and a double. Both of them slapped to right field. Out and right, Northrop still gives him pretty good ground down the foul line. In center field, Stanley a few steps toward left. First pitch to him. Drag on the outside corner. One strike pitch. Cut on. Ground ball to third. Word is up with it on a short hop. Makes his throw to first base in time. And the Yankees are retired. So there are no runs, no hits, no errors. One man is left on, and at the end of the top half of the seventh inning, the score is still New York nothing and Detroit nothing. The Tigers have that man coming up, Willie Horton. 
Followed by Norm Cash and Don Worth. Life as Horton steps in. He is their man. He is the power man on this ball club. All the talk about Frank Howard's home run. Horton has sort of been lost in the shadow, but he's hit 13 homers this year and driven in 29. A 319 batting average. That's a lot of power. Battle Myers first pitch to him. Wing and foul tipped off the shin guards of Rodriguez. is one of the strongest men around. Five ten, 195 pounds. He's a bit on the stocky side. Fastball as well. One pitch, high, two balls and a strike. Horton's a local boy. Actually, he was born down in Virginia, but uh, he was raised here in the Detroit area. Tigers first started scouting him when he was just 14 years old. And when he was 16, in a prep school game, he had a home run into the right field pavilion here at Tiger Stadium, and that was when the Tigers said they had to have it. He swings and he misses. Two balls, two strikes. times he digs himself a toe hold with the right foot. Now the 2-2 pitch will be coming. Stottlemyre to the windup and here it comes. Fouled it back. Cash is on deck. Bottlemeyer scratching around on the pitcher's mound. Now looks down to Rodriguez. All set on the signs. 2 2 pitch again to Horton. Fastball is outside. Full count, 3 and 2.
now the string runs out between Stottlemyre and Horton. Three two pitch, foul back. Nineteen sixty-seven, a season of pain and hardship for Horton. Another foul ball coming back. The paid attendance has just been announced as thirty-one thousand four hundred and fifty-five. Stottlemyre both taking a little breather. Now they're ready to take up the battle again. The pitch to him. There it goes. Deep left field, and this is going to be a one-to-nothing ball game. home run of the year into the seats in left field over the 365 marker and the Tigers take the lead one to nothing now Norman Dash and with that home run out of the Yankee bullpen John Wyatt goes to work Dash over two. Pitches in the dirt. Bounces away from Rodriguez. Out. Feeling perhaps that Stottlemyre is tiring or losing his stuff. Immediately signed to the bullpen for Wyatt to get up. Foul ball back by Cash, and the count is a ball and a strike. One-one pitch coming. Strike on the inside corner, it's one and two. Red Sox have added a run in the bottom half of the eighth. It's now Boston three, Baltimore nothing. The Orioles batting in the top of the ninth inning. Tigers here leading one to nothing on Willie Horton's 14th home run. Now the one-two pitch to catch. Line drive to center field, base hit.
Low line drive. Hit the center and cash is on. It brings up Don Worth, who has walked and lined out to center field. And there will be more activity now in the Yankee bullpen. Up jumps Steve Hamilton. A bunt pushed down the first base side. Stottlemyre fields it, throws it to Clark at first base in time. Word is out. Cash is sacrificed to second. Play going Stottlemyre to Clark covering first. The Yankees have the pitcher due up in the top half of the eighth inning. So now we have Hamilton and Wyatt both out in the bullpen. The batter is Ray Order. Grounded out and lined out sharply to Bobby Cox at third. Stottlemyre off the stretch, checks second, and straddles the rubber. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss by order. Strike one. Tony Cuccinello gives some signs from the third base coaching box. Cash leads away at second. Set by Stottlemyre. Pitch to Oiler. Swung on and missed. Strike two. The pitcher, Mickey Lovich, will be up next. Mel takes his time, brings the feet and hands together now, and delivers. Ground ball, pump foul down the third baseline, picked up by Cuccinello. Well, the Twins and the White Sox are scoreless after three. Over in the National League, the Cardinals and the Mets have completed six. Cards lead two to nothing. Cincinnati has pulled ahead of Philadelphia 5-3 at the end of 7. Two-strike pitch to Ray Orler. Popped up. Shortstop side of the infield. Bobby Cox now backing off, calling for it, and Cox makes the catch. Two away, and the hand will be for Mickey Lawler. Lulich, through seven innings, has pitched a shutout, and he also has a base hit. 
He also has a walk. Infield backs off deep. Lolich not very fast. Pitch to him, hit on the ground to the right side of Clark. Harris bobbles the ball and throws out a first, not in time. Clark moving to his right was handcuffed by that ground ball for an error. And Lolich is on for the third time tonight. Cash moved to third. The Tigers have runners at the corners and their leadoff hitter, Dick McAuliffe, coming up. McAuliffe is over three. Reached on a fearless choice. Fastball is high. Ball one. Tigers leading one to nothing on Horton's leadoff homer here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Battle Meyer stepped back, looked over toward the dugout, now looks down to Rodriguez. Comes to the set. 1-0 pitch. Check swing and a strike call. One and one now to the left hand hitting McAuliffe. Hamilton and Wyatt up in the Yankee bullpen. One one pitch to McAuliffe. Foul back on the screen. Strike two. Meyer taking a lot of time between pitches now. Trying to work out of a jam here in the bottom half of inning number seven. He's at the set. One-two pitch coming to McAuliffe. Low. Ball two. Cash is at third. Lolich is at first. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Foul ball pumped over toward the Yankee dugout. Two balls, two strikes, two on. 
Ground ball at the Horace Clark. He's up with this one, fires to Mantle. It's in time to get McAuliffe, and the Tigers are retired. But Detroit scores one run on two base hits. There was the Yankee error, and two men are left on. At the end of seven, the Tigers won, and the Yankees nothing. Then Stottlemyre will be due. We'll see whether Mel comes out or whether uh, manager Ralph Hoff will go to the bench. Rodriguez struck out his first time up, then grounded back to the pitcher. And Charlie Smith is moving out on deck. So Charlie Smith will be called on the bat for Stottlemyre. Tigers leading one to nothing on Willie Horton's home run. Yankees have the two hits off Lolich. He's walked two and he has struck out five. He's been tough. Rodriguez waiting. Takes low. Ellie Rodriguez just passed his 22nd birthday a few days ago. Leans and over the plate. The pitch to him outside and low. Two balls and no strikes. <laughs> Rodriguez has pretty good power to the off field. John Wyatt continues to throw on the Yankee bullpen, so we would presume he'll be the one to come on for the bottom of the inning. Strike is called to Rodriguez. Two balls, one strike. Lawless throws, and a foul is pumped off the mask of plate umpire, Hank Soar. Manager Mayo Smith taking no chances, has his bullpen up now. Lasher, the right-hander, and John Warden, the left-hander, warming up. Fred Lasher and John Warden. Two balls, two strikes to Rodriguez. There's a ground ball up the middle and on two on the center field. Base hit for Ellie. Big turn at first. Puts the brakes on and comes back to the bag. And Rodriguez has his first hit ever in the majors. Base hit number three off Lulich. And out Charlie Smith to bat for Mel Stottlemyre. Smith has come up as a pinch hitter three times. He has one hit and a walk, so officially he is one for two. And right now his batting average can take either a big jump or a big drop. But big as at first, cash holding. Here's the pitch. Low and inside and a nice stop by the catcher, Bill Freehand. Lawlich working off the stretch. Checks Rodriguez at first and throws in the dirt and another nice save by Freehand. 
Lulich has pitched only one complete game. This is his tenth start. He may be tired. Rodriguez opened the inning with a single. Short lead away from first. Now he stretches it off as Lodic starts the move. And the pitch. Foul ball. Back off the front of the press box. Bounces back downstairs. Two and two to Charlie Smith. Armor, Fred Lasher, almost a submarine pitcher. Throwing hard down in the Tiger bullpen, and so is the left-hander John Warden. The Yankees have had one runner only as far as second. The set by Lolich. And he throws to first base. Rodriguez is back. Whitey Ford watching the pitcher very carefully. Even from here, you could hear him yelling, get back, get back. Haven't had that many men on tonight. Don't want to get anybody picked off. 2-2 pitch to Smith. Lines it into center field for a base hit. Rodriguez is going for third. It's picked up by Stanley. No play at third. Rodriguez goes sliding in, but no throw is made. And the Yankees have runners at first and third. We'll have Gene Michael going in now to run for Charlie Smith at first base. Well, we told you Smith's batting average could take a big jump or a big drop. It jumped from 500 to 667. Michael will run at first base for Smith, who did his job with a pinch hit single, and Ellie Rodriguez raced around to third. The Tigers now will have to play the infield in. They can't afford to give up a run. <laughs> Yankees with their fourth hit of the game and now threatened. Well, now Mayo Smith is moving the infielders back a bit. He's got him halfway. Horace Clark steps in. Clark is struck out, grounded a short, and struck out. 0 for 3. Worth, even with a bag, ready to move in. Takes another step in with the runner. There's the set by Lodich. And the pitch to Clark. Inside. Ball one. We're in the top of the eighth. Yankees at first and third. Nobody out. Smith had his infield in, and then he pulled him back halfway. Pitch to Clark. Changeup drops in for a call strike. Horace way off stride. Lolich for that beautiful off-speed pitch. Evens the count at one and one. 
Lolich holding against Michael at first. There's the set by Lolich. The 1-1 pitch coming to Clark. Here it is. Fouled it back into the crowd upstairs. Ball bounces back down from the upper grandstand. A ball and two strikes. Lawless takes his time. Now looks down to Freehand. Hands together. One, two, pitch. Oh, Clark left his feet swinging at it. He leaped for one. He actually jumped at it and strikes out. New York Yankee baseball, we pause. Station identification. Tonight, following Yankee baseball, join me, Jerry Ducey, on my telephone talk show, Nightline, here on WGY's Connected. A big strikeout for Mickey Lolich, his sixth in the ballgame, as he fans Horace Clark on a pitch that Clark actually leaped for. Here is Roy White now. doesn't take the home run, just the base hit. White, 0 for 3 tonight. All three times hit the ball to the outfield. Fly to right, line drive, and a fly ball to center. Lawlett's ready to bring it. Outside and low, ball one. Now the shortstop and second baseman have backed off another step or so. At third, Worth playing it even with the bag. Cash holding with Michael at first. Yankees have Rodriguez at third, Michael at first. One away now. Lawlich begins his move. And the 1-0 pitch. White reaches for one, sends a fly ball out of the right field. Let's see if Rodriguez tries it. Northrop's under it. Ellie. Bluffs the run, the throw comes in, cut off by Cash. They do get Michael to second. Michael tags up and goes to second as Rodriguez bluffs the run home. There are two down, and now it's going to take the base hit. Michael goes to second, so the Yankees have two men in scoring position, and Mickey Mantle moving in on the dish. Fly ball by White to right was not that deep. It was over near the line. Northrop had plenty of time to get under it and be all set to throw. And he uncorked one toward the plate that Cash cut off. But not in time to make a play on Gene Michael, who went from first to second after the catch. Rodriguez would have been, I think, a dead duck if he tried it. But he bluffed the run to make Northrop throw, and that got Michael to second. Here's Mantle. Mickey has walked, grounded a short, and been caught out on strike. They'll put him on. An intentional walk coming up for Mantle. In 
Lonich will be the third walk given up by Lonich. And this one is intentional. There's ball two. They will pitch instead to Costco. Ball three. ball four. Mayo Smith, unlike Ralph Houck, who stands on the dugout steps, Mayo Smith sits on the steps of the dugout. As he watches his team in action. Just wondering for a moment if he might uh, decide he wanted the fresh uh, Right-hander Fred Lasher pitched to Costco, but he's going to go with Lolich. Costco has not had too much luck off Lolich tonight. Fouled the first, got a long fly ball to the left fielder Horton, and then grounded out to third. Looks to third. Here's the pitch to Costco. Popped up in the shallow right. Back goes the second baseman McAuliffe. In comes Northrop. Look out. It's Northrop who makes the catch. McAuliffe heard him at the last second and faded out of the picture as Northrop pulled it in. And the Yankees, with a big threat, runners at first and third and nobody out, cannot get the dying one home. So at the end of the top half of the eighth inning, the score. Here's Detroit 1 and New York nothing. Bottom half of the eighth inning, John Wyatt comes on to pitch for the Yankees. Tottlemeyer, the pitcher of record in this one, leaves after pitching seven. Allowed one run, four hits. He walked two. And he struck out two. The one run by the Tigers. Home run number 14 by Willie Horton. The team leading off the bottom half of the seventh. The fifth home run hit off Stottlemyre this year. And now John Wyatt comes on, and he will pitch to Mickey Stanley, Jim Northrup, and Bill Friette. Stanley is one for three, and an infield hit in the first inning. Wyatt kicks and draws, swing and a miss by Northrup on a fastball, strike one. When the Yankees fought Wyatt from Boston, he had a record of one win and two losses. His one win against the Yankees, incidentally. Since being with New York, he has lost his only decision on a pinch-hit home run by Don Buford of the Baltimore Orioles. So for the year, John is one and three. He misses inside to Stanley. One ball, one strike. It is all over in Cleveland. The Indians eight. And the Senators three, final score. Cleveland eight to three over Washington. Wide reads Rodriguez. Winds, kicks and throws outside. Two balls, one strike.
Tomorrow, Mon Bouquet goes against Kane. Big left-hander for the Tigers. Two-one pitch. Foul ball headed back and over the roof and out of the stadium. Bill Monbouquet against Les Kane tomorrow afternoon, and we'll be on the air at 10 minutes past 2 o'clock. Two balls and two strikes to Stanley. Right-hand hitter spreads out in the batter's box, waiting. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Just inside, ball three. Doubleheader Sunday afternoon, and the Yankees will pitch Fritz Peterson and Steve Barber. Barber will make his first start since uh, being put on the active roster. So a couple of left-handers will test the Tigers Sunday. Denny McLean will pitch one game for Detroit. Three-two pitch to Stanley. Here it is. Ground ball to second base. Harsh Clark digs it up neatly. Fires to Mantle in plenty of time. One out. One of Denny McLean, as I said, that will pitch one game Sunday. Mayo Smith, I'm sure, wishes he could pitch both games Sunday. McLean is one eight, lost only one. With Earl Wilson out with a jam foot. Mayo's going to have to probably go to his bullpen for his other starting pitcher Sunday. Perhaps it will be John Hiller. Right now, Jim Northrop, 0 for 3. Wyatt is in the dirt with his first pitch. Ball one. Tigers lead 1-0. Bottom half of the eighth. Looking to the ninth inning, the Yankees have Pepitone, Tresh, and Cox coming up. Steve Hamilton's throwing in the bullpen now. Ground ball hits the mantle at first. On one knee, has it. Tosses to Wyatt, who races over to cover in time. Two away. And the Tiger catcher, Bill Freehan, steps in. Freehan has been colored tonight. Brought to the short, struck out, tapped back to the pitcher. Wyatt takes the sign with his hands on his hips. Now starts to wind up, and his pitch. Swing and a miss by Freehan, strike one. out on the mound. Now he's ready. And he deals. Foul ball is pumped up and over the roof. No balls, two strikes.
and waves the stick back and forth, waiting for Wyatt. Here's the two-strike pitch. Inside and it almost hit him. Got away from Rodriguez. One ball, two strikes. Wyatt steps back in the grass, goes for the rosin back, grubs on the baseball. Two outs and nobody on. Tigers leading one to nothing here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Wyatt to the windup and delivers. Curve in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox, no score. They've gone to the fifth inning at Comiskey. California and Oakland will not be underway for a little while. Two-two pitch. Ball three, low and outside. Rodriguez goes to his knees for it. Full count now. The free hand, three balls and two strikes. Cincinnati leads the Phillies 5-4 in the ninth. St. Louis leads the Mets 2-0 in the ninth. Houston leads Chicago 3-1 in the sixth. Pitch to Freehan. Walked in. Ball four. Way outside. Freehan running to first. Rodriguez chases to the backstop. Freehan holds at first base. You know who's coming up. It's got to be that man, Willie Horton. It was Horton's home run leading off the bottom half of the seventh that produced the only run in this game as the Tigers lead 1-0. And now Horton steps in again with Freehand down at first. Pitches inside on Horton, ball one. Wyatt has to wait for Horton now as he digs that toe hold again, just as he did against Stottlemyre before he pumped one out on Mill. 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. The Tigers and the A's had their little Donnybrook out in Oakland. They tell me Horton had already left the ball game. He was back in the clubhouse. He heard there was something going on outside, and he didn't even bother to put his shoes on. He just went charging out to see what was happening. And it was happening, and... Went on for about 15 minutes. It's tough to go out there without your shoes, though. You get stepped on. There's a ball gets away from Rodriguez. Freehand on his way to second base. Wow. 
Wild pitch is charged to John Wyatt as Freehan has gone to second. Count to Horton is two balls and a strike. Norm Cash is on deck. Horton starts, or rather, uh, Wyatt starts the move. The pitch to Horton. Foul back off the front of the press box. Two balls, two strikes. Big crowd here tonight. Over 31,000. They ride on every pitch to their hero, Willie Horton. Wide deals. Struck him out. And the side is retired. Horton goes down swinging. For the Tigers in the eighth, no runs, no hits. There were no errors. A walk and a man left on. And now at the end of eight full innings of play, the score is Detroit 1 and New York nothing. Well, here we go to the ninth inning. Yankees trailing by a run. And they bring up Pepitone, Trash, and Cox. And down on the Tiger bullpen, the left-hander Warden and the right-hander Lasher start loosening up again. Pepitone is over three. Yankees have four hits off Lulich. A single and a double by Bobby Cox. A single by Rodriguez and a pinch hit single by Charlie Smith. The Yankees had their big threat in the eighth. When they had runners at first and third and the top of the order coming up, but Clark struck out. White hit a fly ball to fairly shallow right. And after Mantle was intentionally walked, Costco fly to right. Pepitone takes a rip and doesn't find it. Strike one. Fouls this one back to the screen. Strike two. Final score, Atlanta five, Pittsburgh three. Phil Necro, the winner, and Alvin McBean, the loser. Another final score, Cincinnati 5, Philadelphia 4. Nolan, the winner, and Turk Farrell, the loser. No balls, two strikes to Pepe. He looks at a breaking pitch just a bit low, and the count is 1-2. and two. Low 
Eldridge ready to work. Rocks back on the left, right foot. Kicks and throws, and he struck him out. Peppertone swings and misses. Seven strikeouts for Lulich. And it will bring up Tommy Tresh. Tresh has reached once on a walk. Other than that, he flied to right, popped up to second. Boy, that second baseman, Dick McAuliffe, is very, very deep on Tresh. He's back on the grass. Swing and a miss on a changeup strike one. Tresh was way out in front of it. Outfield plays Tommy Deep. Lolich kicks and throws high and outside. One ball, one strike. Yankees down one nothing. Changeup is pulled foul down the third baseline on the ground. One ball and two strikes. Lulich goes for a pinch of the rosin bag. Spreads the dirt around on the pitcher's mound. Scratches away with first the left foot, then the right, then the left foot again. Takes the sign with his left foot on the rubber, right foot just behind it. Short step back, here's the pitch. Ground ball foul into the Detroit dugout. Well, this crowd of well over 30,000 staying right with this one until the final out. The Tigers leading one to nothing. Lolich with a 1-2 count on Thresh. Here's his pitch. Just missed low. Two balls, two strikes. Try to set Thresh up with the off-speed pitches and then get him with a fastball. Just off the strike zone. And the 2-2 pitch coming. In the dirt. Full count, three and two. They all pitch the trash. Strike three is called. Fresh is out on strike. Eight strikeouts for Lulich. And now Bobby Cox. Cox has had two hits tonight, a single and a double. Last time up, he grounded out to third. So now 
Kyle Lulich, one out away from his third win and his second complete game of the year. Throws to Cox inside. Ball one. Ball two, just low. Another National League final. Cardinals two in the Mets, nothing. Our ball game. Detroit leading one to nothing. Two outs in the top of the ninth. Two out of Cox. Strike on the inside corner. Two balls, one strike. Ready to work. Here it comes. In the dirt and almost hit him. Got past uh, Freehan all the way to the backstop. The count is three and one. Mickey Lolich appears to be a bit weary, but he pitched himself out of a big jam in the eighth inning. and one to Cox. Will they have him take or will they let him swing? We'll see in a second. Here it comes to him and he swings and falls it back. So again, the string runs out between pitcher and hitter. Three balls and two strikes. and stops its activity to watch the pitch from Lolich. He's in the move. The left hand is around. The pitch is low. Ball four and Cox is on. Bobby Cox draws a walk, and now young Ellie Rodriguez has a great big chance in this one. Rodriguez singled to center field, leading off the eighth inning, his first major league hit. It came in his sixth official major league at bat. Cox at first, cash holding the pitch to Rodriguez. Inside fastball. One ball and no strikes. If Cox keeps the inning alive and the game alive for the Yankees, Dick Hauser will bat for John Wyatt. Rodriguez waiting. And the 1-0 to him. Outside, ball two. Brian moves a couple of steps out in front of the plate. Says something to Lulich as he fires the ball back to him. Dover Bannock is now throwing in the Yankee bullpen. 
Warden and Lasher stay loose in the Tiger pen down on the left side. Rolich to the set. 2-0 pitch. Rodriguez takes a strike. Shoulder high. 2 and one Two outs. Cox who walk. Short lead at first. Lolich throws. Rodriguez pops it up on the right side. Second baseman. Dick McAuliffe is there and the ball game is over. The Detroit Tigers won it one to nothing on a home run by Willie Horton. In the ninth, no runs, no hits, no errors. A walk and a man left. And the final score here at Tiger Town, Detroit won and New York nothing. Well, taking a look back through this ball game, of course, the beginning for the Tigers was the seventh when Willie Horton let it off with his 14th home run of the year, his 30th run batted in, and that was the only run in this ball game. Prior to that, there had been only a couple of weak threats. The Tigers had McAuliffe at second base with two outs in the third inning, and that's as far as he got. The Yankees had Cox at second base on a double with one out in the fifth inning, but he expired there. In the uh, top of the eighth, the Yankees had their big chance when Rodriguez single and Charlie Smith batting for Stottlemyre moved him to third base with a single to center. But Clark struck out. White flied to fairly shallow right field. No chance for Rodriguez to come home. Mickey Mantle was given an intentional walk. They pitched to Costco, and he flied out to Northrop in shallow right field to end the threat. And then in the ninth, the Yankees got the two-out walk to Cox. But Rodriguez, with a pop-up to the second baseman, McAuliffe, ended that threat in the game. Here are the totals on this game for Detroit. One run, four hits. No errors. The Yankees, no runs. Four hits and one error. The winning pitcher is Mickey Lodich. He picks up his third win. He has lost two. The losing pitcher, Yankee starter Mel Stottlemyre. His record is 6-4, and four, and a tough loss it was for Stottlemyre. The only uh, mistake Mel made was on a 3-2 pitch to Willie Horton in the seventh, which Horton parked in the lower seat in left field. Once again, the final score. Detroit won, the New York Yankees nothing. And now this is Frank Musser speaking for Jerry Coleman and for Phil Rizzuto saying goodbye from Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Imperial gasoline and follow the Imperial Road. The going straight when you drive the Imperial Road because Atlantic Imperial gasoline helps keep your car running the way it was made to run all the way. So come on, get on the Imperial Road with Atlantic Imperial gasoline. And by White Owl Cigar. White Owl, made from patiently aged tobaccos, 
for extra flavor and mildness. Remember, you get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. <laughs>